What is good, America? Welcome back to another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment, the sports and, sports and entertainment talk show for the fans by the fans. I am one and a half of your host, Sherm. Got my co-host and partner in crime, Obed, finally back here in action with me once again. Obed, good to see you, my friend. What's happening with you, man? Finally, Obed has come back. <laughs> <laughs> what's the word entertainment uh, yes man indeed he has man it's been a while it's been a while this dude has been uh mia traveling and working and everything like that but hey you know life life comes at you pretty fast if you don't stop yes, looking around once in a while you might miss it as That's the once great uh ferris bueller once said you know wow there you go shout out <laughs> shout out oh my goodness matthew was, roderick long time to see wow um <laughs> Nice pull. Very nice pull. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Sherman, for the warm welcome. I appreciate it. It's glad to be back. I have been gone for a while. Now I'm back with the jump off. It's been, uh, it, uh, yes, life has been uh, long and arduous, but, you know, something about the, the journey is the beauty and what happens, you know? So just being able to say that, hey, I got the chance to uh, live this life, I think is a blessing unto itself. But again, I'm, I'm happy to be back. Yeah, absolutely, man. Appreciate you once again. Yeah, dude. Um, I know, like I said, it's been a while. We're here now in episode 120 here on What's the Word Entertainment. Uh, let's just get into it. We've got a lot of things to talk about. We're going to be talking some NBA action uh, quite a, uh, for quite a while later on. We have our uh, guest, Anu, that should be joining us later. We've got some NFL topics. But first off, a couple uh, a couple other random things other than NFL and NBA. Uh, I don't know if you saw Obed. Um, more so with the WWE uh, former chairman and CEO Vince McMahon has actually stepped aside. I know this was a couple of weeks ago, but he stepped aside as his role as, as CEO and chairman of the WWE uh, pending in, during an investigation to a report that he agreed to pay hush money to a former employee over an alleged affair. Um, this is obviously a serious allegation, of course, and it found to be true that, you know, he, I believe he is going to accept any sort of punishment or what have you that is made um, uh, and it set, set forth upon him. Now, I believe his daughter, Stephanie McMahon, is kind of stepping into that role because she actually previously announced that she was kind of taking a step back, but now she's kind of thrown into this, if you will, to kind of cover for her dad, so to speak, you know? So quickly, your thoughts on the whole kind of, story you know in, in itself and, and is this something that you feel like i feel like it almost could be true right I feel like it i feel like it probably is true i mean you know <laughs> i remember being a young individual uh living in the dmv learning about chandra levy you know that's that's what used to happen to uh you know uh, employees who engaged in what might be considered adult relationships with their employer um you know so <laughs> I, I just, it's not, it's not hard to think that the brash, uh, goodness, I don't even know the words to explain Vince McMahon. You couldn't believe if there was, you know, drugs, success, and power all wrapped into one. My man used to come out and was like, you got no chance, right? No chance, no chance in hell. hell. <laughs> you know, like he, he, everybody talks about Conor McGregor doing the dance. No, no, no. That was the Vince McMahon dance. Oh, That's the, 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 the swinging yeah, arms. Yeah. That was Vince McMahon. He used to yeah. walk out and do that. Now, again, he has, he's, he uh, is a showman of sorts. Um, so he's a very charismatic person. And sometimes the, the combination of those narcissistic tendencies can come out and things like this can happen. But, you mm -hmm. know, we just saw that uh, Elon Musk apparently has twins. 
that just popped out of uh, a close confidant of his uh, shortly after he separated from his, I guess, something wife, ex-wife. So, you know, that's three kids in the last year or something like mm. that. Who knows? Mm. Dude, sliding um, into chicks DMs on Twitter too much, yo. You know, hey, listen, that's, the, maybe the, that's why he bought it so he can do that on the low. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't connect know. the dots. Connect the dots, <laughs> right? <laughs> but yo. no, I did, to your point, I think this is this is not good. And I uh, definitely shout out to all. to uh, to uh, Vince McMahon's daughter, Stephanie, Stephanie McMahon, obviously to come out of you know trying to step away from this to you know really making sure that the shareholders are happy with what happens in the future of this very large company that they built. Pretty much, pretty much. That's what it pretty much boils down to, for sure. Yeah. Sure. Let's keep it moving to Obed. Uh, next up on the docket, um, some big news in college football broke uh, recently that announced that USC and UCLA are going to be moving from the Pac-12 to the Big Ten as early as of 2024. This is huge, huge for the Big Ten. And it just pretty much changes the landscape of college football. And I'm wondering, you know, what other schools maybe making a jump, you know, you're pretty much going to have two powerhouses, you know, the Big Ten, even the S, uh, excuse me, the ACC as well, you know, um, but man, this is kind of, this is definitely big. I mean, let me, I guess let my question to you, Obed, would be is how this, how, I guess, first of all, how, how do you think it affects all college football overall, but more so, is it beneficial for the Big Ten? Because I feel like it is, be, on, my, on my opinion, because it's going to just generate so much more revenue for the Big Ten Conference. Yeah, um, this is a wild move because you essentially overcome the biggest issue that people have had with following sports, living on East Coast, where a lot of the jobs are, and living in the West Coast, where a lot of the teams are. Uh, that, you know, a game that starts at eight o'clock at night and ends at 11 o'clock or a game that starts at nine o'clock at night and ends at almost one o'clock in the morning doesn't mm -hmm. really work for people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So getting exposure, getting those East Coast numbers, you know, East Coast eyes. That's just an economic boon. These channel, these games that they could put up, they could set up around. You know what I mean? Right, um, right, right. I think this is a response, a backlash to the NIL. I think because now players are getting paid. Uh, the organizations who are coordinating the kids want to get paid more. And so they're like, you know what? This is a good opportunity for us to go get a little cash grab, go and get with one of the most notable uh, uh divisions one of the conferences in college football mm -hmm. and then give us an opportunity to set ourselves up for the future because the more kids that see us and know that we have some of the most lax nil laws the kids are definitely going to want to come out here versus going down south versus uh, we've talked about this ad nauseum uh sherman people don't, don't want to go happy valley because it's happy valley right what else right. is there to do out there right, right. yeah you, you're there I, to play football and that's it in Penn yeah State. right 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 so your ability to go out there and live your life and have a good time, I'd rather go to Stanford. I'd rather go yeah. to UCLA or USC. You know what I mean? Exactly. Even that I'd Cali okay. life. I'd be okay at University of Washington. At least I'm on that coast, you know? Really? And okay. I, yeah. You know, I, was, I would at least get a chance to play in a big conference. Uh, and again, that is just, just the way it's going to filter down. If you can't make it to the bigger schools or the bigger names, that you're still seeing those other teams. Mm. you know what i mean you're still getting a chance as you become they're going to get some fans over here and those fans are going to want to go to that school and maybe they won't be players on the team but they might be students at these universities it's a it's a huge landscape has changed because now everybody's getting money so now everybody's positioning themselves to get as much money as they can 
Got you. Yeah, no, for sure. Obviously, it's all about the bottom, the, the uh, bottom line, and that, and that and that profit of obviously because most of these schools, like at Penn State, as you mentioned, their football programs fund majority, or if not all, the other programs in the school. The school has, you know what I mean. But um, I mean, the ACC is going to be recent, recent, uh, some realignment there. Now, a lot of the other one of the other topics is Notre Dame. You know, what do they do? Are they going to possibly go from an independent to joining a conference? You know, or, or what's going to happen with with them down down the road? You know, is someone finally going to say, "All right, Notre Dame, come on over"? Are they going to get, become attractive to that point? Right. I mean, but like I said, you know, it's pretty much now. You have you used to have five power five, you know, five, the power five conferences, and you pretty much got two, if not still three. I mean, you still have the SEC, obviously, with Bama and those and those boys in there, but now you can have ACC and Big Ten. That's pretty much it now. You know. I mean, I think it's enough to at least keep the sport going because there's, yeah. there's always lulls, you know what I mean? There's always lulls. And, and, and if there's one thing that uh, you can, if you want to give it to see what could happen to college sports, now that there's all this money running around, mm-hmm. look at international rules football, because mm-hmm. the Chelsea's, the Man City's uh, now soon to be the Newcastle's who are owned by uh, Saudi Arabia. Um yeah, excuse me, uh, Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, excuse me, uh, the, the idea that there's not going to be a realignment for as much, you know, whoever wants to play together and has enough money to get the best players, you know, and the, but then that's the question, are you using money to get the best players or are you saying, hey, why don't you come to my state? Why don't you come play here? Who, who's got the best agent? What does your agent negotiate for you? Imagine these kids, some of these kids are TikTok stars as much as I didn't even know Tyreek Hill had a, had a podcast. Right. Like <laughs> that's why these kids need to get paid. You, you like I remember you can go all the way back to when they put Joey Harrington on, uh, you know, the uh, Empire State Building. Right. Mm. In a huge Nike promo ad wearing his Oregon Ducks jersey. Mm. Right. Like the, these kids are not just uh, students and athletes. They are some people are looking up to them. Right. For it's sure. A, it's For a sure. dude right now who is probably not even 25 years old who the second I see him in his jersey, I'm ready to go crazy. His name is Saquon Barkley, right? Like, uh, you know, I, it is what it is. So you to think he went and did mm-hmm. that basically for free. If they paid him, <laughs> I hope they did. I hope they did. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the NIL, rule, NIL rules definitely changed the whole game for sure. Yeah. For sure. For sure. But yeah, man, but like I said, it's going to be interesting to say the least, you know, how college football, these are a lot of realignments, are, you know, change the game. Um, down the road for sure but um, nonetheless let's keep it rolling Obed as we're talking about football let's get into the NFL uh, I know I'm sure you saw that the Rams um, got gave out new deals to two of their star players and D tackle Aaron Donald the probably the arguably the one of the greatest defensive players uh, in NFL history and and their uh, offensive player of the year in the action the NFL Cooper Cup got a brand new deal as well too Dude's just throwing money around like it's nothing, bro. It's, it's Blowing money fast. Blowing money <laughs> fast, I believe is the term. You know, there was rumors that Aaron Donald may even retire after that Super Bowl victory because he said, I think he went to play, what is it, eight or was it, a, that was his, what, eighth season or ninth season? And he said, all right, I think it was eight, and he'd be done. And he won the Super Bowl. But, you know, he got, he got a new deal, worked about $60 million in extension, which is nice. Um, and, I, and, you know, Cooper Cup got his deal. The new three-year deal with about $80 million. The Rams still got pretty much that same lineup, although OBJ, I don't believe, has has signed as of yet, but you did pick up Allen Robinson, you know, from Chicago there. 
Should we expect another another title run next year for the Rams, Obed? Um, yeah, I mean, okay, first off, as far as the money that was spent, um, they said no draft picks, no problem. We got money. Um, should we expect another title run next year? <laughs> I don't I don't see why not. Um, mm-hmm. I think all of the we're obviously going to be watching what is going to be a, a bonanza of points in the AFC West uh this coming season. And I as much as I love the way that the Arizona Cardinals are built as much as I love uh, the way that the Rams are built as much as I love what I'm seeing uh, out of San Francisco, you know, we'll see what happens to Trey Lance. I do think that they could come back if Tom Brady doesn't have Gronkowski. I don't know how effective they're going to be. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think come out of here, they got some young guys. Um, if Allen Robinson shows Allen Robinson's uh, yards per target has not been uh, poor of late. I mean, I think he's around eight yards. He's a good wide receiver. He is. I think he was just on a bad team. Oh so, yeah. 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 I, I think he's an excellent wide receiver who was on a very bad team in Chicago uh, for quite some time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't, as far as, you know, if, you know, I'm thinking, are they missing any sort of pieces now? I'm looking at their roster. I'm like, man, the Rams are pretty much loaded now. They don't have Von Miller anymore, who came over late in the year. He went over to Buffalo. But you pick um, up Bobby Wagner for $20 million. Yeah, okay, so you got Bobby Wagner there. You still have Jillian Ramsey, as we talked about. You still have Aaron Donald on the defensive side, and Jordan Fuller at the safety position there. You know, defensively, I, I, think, I still think there will be a powerhouse, you know, um, like I said, but as far as offensively, you know, can Allen Robinson kind of fill that role of OBJ? Now, if you can get Cup, Robinson, and OBJ, and even throw in Dan Jefferson when you go when you go in a uh, four or four receiver set, which is I think which is great to have, you know, especially with that team who kind of well, rolls out like that. It'll, it'll be good. Um, nice shot up your crotch there, Obed. Uh, as you put the camera down, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm the Rams are still going to be. I mean, an, an elite, elite team going, you know, moving forward. Like I said, it's, they got that step up from Jared Goff, as we saw with Stafford. Oh my He's, goodness, think, night and day. You know, you know, and you know, so I think, yeah, I think uh, the Ram can definitely be a, a top, top favorite going into next year. Now it's, it's funny because my Buffalo Bills actually now the front runners and I think in Caesars for to win the Super Bowl, I think they have the best eye as of right now. They improved in the defensive side, which is great for them. But uh, yeah, I think the Rams are definitely going to be um, one of the top two teams in the NFC coming uh, the, uh, this coming season. Uh, you mentioned Oped before about uh, your boy Gronkowski. Yeah. He actually officially he announced his retirement uh, just recently. Um, you know, he retired for one season when he after the Patriots, and he came back out of retirement to play with Brady in Tampa. They wanted to, they won a title that first year. Came up short this year. Um, is this the is this really the end for Rob Gronkowski? I don't think it is. I mean, there are murmurs that you know Mike Evans is negotiating another contract with them. Gronkowski has already said and joked that he's going to make Tom sweat a little bit before he rejoins the team. You know, the same teammate of a guy who literally retired wrote a retirement com- uh, column, gave it out to everyone, and then we don't find out that maybe he's not truthful about that until he's talking to Cristiano Ronaldo after going to watch a Man United game where oh the same team owners of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are so you know Mm. I think that was a nice conversation that he went out there and had with them about his future and what he was getting into they obviously gave him what he wanted because Bruce Arians is no longer there (laughs) and Bruce has made comments where he's very salty about that um but yeah I don't I don't think he retires I think this is a uh a hey, yep. I need a little break time. You don't I'm think this back. is it for him? 
You don't Not at so? all. I think I think he's a phone call away, honestly, because uh, Gronk's uh, uh, agent came out, uh, Steve Rosenhaus, Rosenhaus, um, and uh, Rosenhaus made comments. He's like, you know, this is more of a, you know, he doesn't know what the future holds for him, but he's taking a lot of wear and tear on his body. He's exploring mm-hmm. his options. So, you know, I have a feeling that late season, maybe even, you know, after training camp is over, we see Gronk again. Interesting, dude. <sighs> Man, I was thinking about this before. I, I can't, you know, I, 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 I think, I think this is it. I think yeah. he's done, dude. Yeah. I think he's his, as you mentioned, his body has been through so much. He's had that, yeah. had that bad elbow injury. He's had a bad back, knee. you know, the knee. I, I, I think this is it for him. He's got what four titles now mm-hmm. under his belt. Um, I, I think this is it, you know, and it got me thinking. Where do you put Gronk on your all-time tight end list? I mean, I think it's easy to say he's top five, if not top three. Mm-hmm. But you know, where does he rank? To me, it's still going to be Tony Tony Gonzalez at number one. Um, just his physical abilities, you know, brings it brings him ahead. I get it. I get it. Tony G never won a Super Bowl, uh, but like I said, it just his ability, you know, playing that tight end position puts uh, puts him up top there. But to me, I'd say. Gronk, Gronk, he's no lower than three. If not, he's number two. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and probably, like I said, Tony G. And I'll even throw Antonio Gates up. You know, in, in that in that realm, or if not a um, uh, like a Kellen Winslow senior in that area, right. in, that, in that realm too. You know. So, I, where do you? I'm 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 gonna guess. I'm gonna take a wild guess here and say you're gonna go Gronk at number one. <laughs> well, <laughs> being you that know, you're the Patri- a Patriots fan here, you know, if if it was so, this is why this is why I believe Gronkowski is the best tight end in history, um, because the person that you're comparing him to, and Tony G, is not a blocker. The ideal tight end blocks is more of a Mark Navarro type. You don't lose anything in the run game while he's out there. Turns around, he can catch a bomb. Turns around, he can take something up the seam. Great in the red zone. Now, I say that because Mark Navarro was the prototype for Gronkowski, who was picked by Bill Belichick at the time when he was a defensive coordinator for the Giants Super Bowl team. I believe Tony Gonzalez is a great wide receiver who is a big body and plays on the end. Good for him. It's not a blocker. You notice you didn't say uh, Travis Kelsey. I don't know why you didn't say his name. But I look at him the same way I look at Tony Gonzalez because Travis Kelsey was the guy that replaced Tony Gonzalez. Another guy who doesn't block, who's more known for going into the field and catching a pass, playing I, offensively. I, I don't think Travis is there just yet, but I think he can be. I wouldn't, at 34 I would, years old? I wouldn't put Travis top three at the moment. No, I don't think I'm top four at the moment. Is he top 10 overall all time? I would always. I'd say he's in the real estate, maybe nine, nine, eight ish, you know, yeah, 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 Um, but but I I can't, I mean, I can't put him over Shannon Sharp just yet. I mean, Shannon Sharp is the, I mean, I'm going to give you my top five, five that are alive right now. Okay. Okay. Uh, Number one is Rob Gronkowski. Number two is Tony Gonzalez. Number three is Antonio Gates. Okay. Uh, Number four is the person who we've named the award after John Mackey. Number five is Shannon Sharp. Uh, and number six is Callum Winslow. I gave the edge to Shannon Sharp for just, you know, has the numbers are comparable, but he's got the Super Bowls, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, I feel yeah, that yeah. him just as what he was asked to do on those Broncos teams and what he was asked to do for Baltimore was pivotal to them winning championships. Right. Yeah. yeah no, okay. It's not a bad list. I mean, 
some people might even throw in um, uh, from the cow, uh, Jason Witten in there and that kind of, you know, 10, 11, 12 ish kind of, yeah. number, you know, around right, there. Yeah. I can see that, you, you know, um, Greg people Olson. like guys who played, who, who made plays, right. People like guys who made plays and yeah. while, you know, for, now again, like you said, for the Patriots fan, the bias for me is that I watch these guys play the position the way you're supposed to and be so successful at it that like, why wouldn't you want a guy who does that? All the rest of those other guys you're talking about, yeah. they have one Super Bowl, you know, in uh, Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates, right? No, so, well, no neither of them have a Super Bowl, actually. Uh, sorry, not to, uh, uh, Travis Kelsey and uh, Tony Gonzalez. Sorry. Um, you know, there's, there's, they split, they, they're splitting one, basically being the same guy in the same role for the same team for the last yeah. like 20 years. Right, 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 right. No, I get it. I get it. But I mean, physical ability, it's almost like, you know, with the former Patriots tight end, Aaron, Aaron Hernandez, Gronk was obviously, you know, he didn't play that long because we all know what happened there with her, with Aaron Hernandez, but I'll say Aaron was actually better than Aaron was better than Gronk. Gronk was just bigger than him. So it was. it's what they asked Aaron to do. Like, you know, everybody has a role in the offense of the Patriots. And if you do it really, really well, you remember that. Yeah. Like, nobody's going to say that. Well, okay, some people are going to say that Julian Edelman might be a Hall of Famer, but he's really only a Hall of Famer for his postseason theatrics, right? Like, he was very consistent. He gave you what you needed from him as a possession wide receiver and a fantastic one who was always there, took big hits. But we remember him more for making huge plays in the Super Bowl, throwing a touchdown against Baltimore when you're down by two scores. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I got you. Okay. All right. Uh, let's keep it rolling. Old bed. Last thing on the NFL section here um, just came out recently that the Browns have finally made a decision on their quarterback Baker Mayfield and trading him to the Carolina Panthers for not a first round pick, not a second round pick, not even a third round pick, bro. A conditional pick draft pick, which could be a fourth or a fifth. Yeah. I mean, a fourth at best this is now the number the former number one overall pick in 2018 out of oklahoma the heisman trophy winning quarterback out of oklahoma who had who had picked up they picked up his player option but he was going to make what like 30 something mil or no 18.9 30 i'm talking crazy sorry 18.9 million um, but the Panthers have agreed to pay 4.85 mil while the uh, Browns will pay 10.5 and the remaining portion can be earned through incentives with the Panthers. Now I'm going to talk about it on the, on the uh, Cleveland side, just for one second, before we talk about it on the, on the uh, Carolina side, looks like Cleveland's all in on Deshaun Watson. Okay. We all know, we know, we know what happened there. They gave, they gave Deshaun this huge, huge mega deal this this offseason um being that and they're not even sure if he's even going to be playing week one given the off-field allegations that uh Watson is facing right now in the civil cases you know against him now they gave him that record five year you know 230 million dollar fully guaranteed deal and they're saying all right what well, we're gonna rock out with Deshaun and they're gonna hope he's there week one I'm not sure if that's the best move. If it was me, I would kind of would have, I get the reasoning behind it. You want to get rid of Baker. He's kind of, he said he's pretty much done with Cleveland. So, all right, get ahead. But you don't even know if you're going to have your number one dude there for you, let alone week one, let alone the whole damn season. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? He right. could be suspended all year. In oh, they, if you look at the uh, the structure of his contract, he's only getting $1 million for this year and the rest of the money's guaranteed after. They're mm-hmm. expecting him to be suspended for the year. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll see that. So, but looking at it on the Carolina side, you pretty much give up nothing for, you know, another starting quarterback. So now it comes down to Baker or Sam Darnold. Uh, who I believe is getting 18.8 million uh, guaranteed, who they picked up their, f- their fifth year option for. Um, I got to ask, who's the quarterback week one? Is it Baker or is it Sam? I think Baker has the upper hand on just athleticism and not um, being a dumb. <laughs> uh, but it is Sam, excuse me, it is Sam Darrell's team. And if he wants to make something out of having a connection with Robbie Anderson from their time at the Jets, this is an opportunity for him to like, you know, feel the fire underneath his seat and go make something happen. Um, will he, I don't know. Both of these guys could just, you know, dumpster fire out uh, by week <laughs> seven and they just have to go to Matt Corral uh, and see what they have in the young guy. Come on. So, it can't, it can't be that bad. Dude. What else are you going to, both those guys suck. I think they're only paying him like they're paying him for like $500,000 to try to beat them. The Browns are paying him paying Baker Mayfield $500,000 trying to beat them week one. <laughs> It's, I just, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, like I said, like you just said with the Browns, they're only paying him a million, Watson a million for, for one year. Um, the Panthers, I do think Baker is a better QB than Sam Darnold. Um, and this is two guys who were the, t- the two of the top three picks in that 2018 draft class. You know, Sam coming out of USC and going to the Jets. Now he's, you know, he's in Carolina. I think Baker gets. I think Baker gets it, dude. You, I know you said Sam. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Baker. It's starting week one for the Panthers. Uh, he he needs this season more than anything. Remember, this is Baker. This is a guy who led the Browns to their first playoff victory in like in, since in the mid '90s, two two seasons ago in Cleveland when they uh, beat the Steelers in that first round uh, first round matchup. Um, last year obviously was a poor year dealing with dealing with injuries. I think Baker is somebody who can perform given the right tools and the right pieces. So I, I, I to me, I think it's going to be Baker in week one. I can see it. I mean, I, like I said, he should have the upper hand for some of his athleticism that he can bring to the table by comparison to Sam Darnold. And we've seen what Sam Darnold has been in multiple mm-hmm. spots. This is Baker's second opportunity to try to fix his mistakes. Maybe he has a better, better upside. Uh, but I look at what happened in 2019 as more a structure of having just an amazing offense. You have, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, Lamar, uh, Lamar Hunt. No, Lamar Hunt is the name of the trophy. What are <laughs> Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Jesus. <laughs> uh, you've got Kareem Hunt. You've got Nick Chubb. Uh, you have an amazing offensive line. Uh, you can't say much for wide receivers out there at the time, but you know, you've got David and Joku. You had Harrison Bryant, you know, that's why. You, you mentioned so sorry, but I guess why I feel bad for Watson. He's got no receivers now. OBJ's been gone. Jarvis Landry's gone now. He's in New Orleans. He's Who's got Watson? he's got Amari Cooper for as long as Amari Cooper is out there and not injured. You there know, you go. There like, you go. There so you go. and they pay David Joku. I think if you use a two tight end set, maybe have three guys. They you know they've they've got they couldn't make it work with Alvin Hooper, but they still have multiple tight ends on the team right now. So yeah. you know. <clears throat> All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. Uh, let's keep it rolling. Oh, bed. Uh, we're going to get into some NBA news and action as we bring in our guest and former uh, 
temporary co-host co with <laughs> myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're bringing it. It actually sounds room. like you're playing an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> That's the old school uh, 8-bit uh, vocals right there. Yeah, nice. I know, right? <laughs> Anu, thank you for joining once again. Uh, our He's our local NBA expert, Anu, hailing from New York. What's, go what's going on with you, man? Good to have you on. What's going on, man? It's a pleasure, man. It's been way too long, man. Thank you for calling right. me on. Yeah, man, absolutely. Absolutely. Glad to have you here. Um, let's get into it, dude. Yeah, I know we've, there's a lot, a lot going on in the NBA. First, we'll do a quick, quick recap of the most obvious thing. Of course, that was the Warriors winning another title, beating the Boston Celtics in six games. Congratulations to the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry finally getting that elusive finals MVP trophy that he did not in the last three times they won the title of course that first one going to Iguodala and the other two going to KD now Steph Curry adds that to his uh, incredible resume that he has um, first off gotta ask the question you know I'll, I'll go to you Anu since you're since you're our guest this week is the Warriors dynasty back and it, I mean how and really how many more titles can you see them winning before all the people left in this offseason, in the last few days, in the last week, I thought, okay, they had another chance. As for if they're back, it depends on how you define it, right? Everybody's defining, like, success differently. Everybody's defining dynasty differently. I think, like, a few years back when we talked about dynasty, it was, like, it was a smaller definition. Now it seems like there's so many vast definitions that we don't know where to go. If you ask me, it never left, okay? And if it did, is it back? Then yes. That's, 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 that's my take on it. Yeah. Oh, man. To me, I mean, they're, they're right there. I mean, they're flowing, dude. I mean, they looked good from early on. They, I feel like they've got that third splash brother in Jordan Poole. Yeah. You know, he had, he had, he played phenomenal. He played great basketball. And he's taking leaps. That's the difference. He's not just getting gradually better. Mm -hmm. He's taking big leaps. That That's what's big you shots, know, good exciting plays. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Oh, Obed. I mean, let me ask you this. Now that Curry wins his other MVP, wins his fourth title, obviously it's Clay's fourth title. It's Draymond's fourth title, as we know. Does this move Curry up on the all-time great list? I mean, I think ESPN, when they came out with that top 75, they had him like, I think, what, 15 or 16 or something like yeah, that? I remember, remember that. Eight, something. Yeah. He, was, he was in the teens. He was in the mm -hmm. teens. Does this move him forward even further now? It's hard for me to say he could be a top – 12 player in the nba through the, over the history of the game mm. has he changed the game i agree with Giannis Antetokounmpo. i completely believe that he has mm. he's got guys out here shooting recklessly because they don't understand that he's a special player right but that's how it starts we just start emulating the greats and when you see people out there trying to emulate what great players are doing that means something i'm not out here taking four steps to take a three shot point shot like james harden i'm not emulating that <laughs> like I, I would love to be a splash brother right and uh to, to the credit of this team, congratulations on getting their fourth. I did not see the game six clay I was expecting to see, but that also goes yeah. in line with the terrible uh, album that Drake dropped that evening too. I don't, it, it was a championship deserving. The only thing that on that album that gave me any life was Jimmy Cooks. Okay, shout out to Jimmy Cooks. Other than that, I, I, <laughs> shout out Jimmy Butler. Um, but uh, no, yeah, I, um, God, I, I think he's, I think he's a top, at least top 14. You know, I can say he went from fifth, from 16, 15 and moved up a notch. I'll see if he puts another one up there, he has to be in the top 10. 10. Stuart, some yeah. people are putting him as the 
best point guard of all time right now that magic johnson it's gotta be yeah showtime what i don't know about i don't think you can put him past magic just yet you know i we're not even gonna say isaiah thomas if you don't remember the uh the what's it called um the bad boys out in uh detroit Detroit. that's that's the best disrespect to the game you know yeah right all right i mean uh clay thompson though a new is he a hall of famer right now I thought he was Hall of Famer before, the, like when that seventy-five came out. I thought he was a Hall of Famer then. He and wasn't on the list. Sixty points off of eleven dribbles. Good God! <laughs> I'm sorry, Obed. I've been meaning to ask you guys. So, does the fact that he is the greatest at something, like other people, they're great and they did they have other stuff, but to be solidified as the greatest at something and something at a premium today, mm-hmm. right? And has been technically a premium, but that premium has grown over time, right? Shooting, right? Mm-hmm. And to be and to be, to, to, to be the greatest, does that not hold weight in terms of pushing him up? Because it seems are like you, that gets well, overlooked. Are you talking about Steph now or? Yes, talking yes. About no, oh, okay, Steph, okay. Steph, 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 Steph. Steph. Okay. Um, and can you know, I mean, people, he's the greatest shooter of all time. I mean, like that obviously they, there's no hand checking in the nba right now i'm not going to give him that yeah that i mean I, to me it's they still, score I, way more points now there's no defense I, yeah dude i i mean i'm still putting ray allen and larry bird and reggie miller up there you know i'm steph is all right all right let me give you guys a perspective so with hand checking what what those guys did that was you know a great art right and when you did it at such, such, a, such a high level right For, with hand checking now, with that hand checking, there's everyone who has ability to be where Steph is, but they're not. He's at the highest over everybody, mm-hmm. right? So even though hand checking is not there, Clay, Clay's he's not doing, far behind. No, I know, but he's doing it at the, at the at the highest level. Like the whole world gives him that, not just U.S., not just you, you know what I mean. Not, no, I, I get it. He's get it. Steph Curry is like a Cristiano Ronaldo. Like he's literally a special, like a Messi, a, a Zinedine Zidane. He's a, he's a Jordan. I, he's, he's one of the Jordan, because we were going to talk about Jordan being this and that, you know, but mm. there were other guys who were playing their asses off, right? Nobody will ever forget Carl Malone. I'm starting to think that Carl Malone was the predecessor before we got LeBron, like that big body guy underneath playing in that shoe, that, you know, power forward shooting guard-esque, trying to do everything. But really, if you just made him stay down low the entire time, he would dominate, you know, mm-hmm. right? But uh, I digress. Um, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. There, he's one of the greats of the greats. I just, you know, and, and yes, maybe I'm too much on the hand checking thing because I, it, if, if anybody looked like the same player since they became a great, like when, when Allen Iverson was on and he finally was that dude, he was just Allen Iverson. He showed up and was Allen Iverson. It's, mm-hmm. it's definitely Steph Curry because even clay was slacking a little bit and been the same clay because yes, he's coming back from a major injury, but Curry came out and was chefing every night, every night. And he's doing literally shoot from half court, and you don't say it's a bad shot. No, yeah. Most other players that, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's probably. I mean, like I said, I, I, hmm. I, I just want to point out one, one more thing with, with, with Steph, and then I'll show him. I'll, I'll stop cutting you off, and I'll let you continue. <laughs> so <laughs> this guy, he wins All Star MVP, Conference Finals MVP. Greatest shooter, solidified, uh, finals MVP, a championship, all, all at the time when technically he should be declining. They should not got back. They'll never see a finals again. 
Who knows what they're going to do? That's what people say. That's a no, lot of people no, saying. No, saying. Saying. Now, we, we, uh, some of us, like you, are that was an argument. that. You, yeah, you, I mean, okay. You, you trust your eyes. I, mean, I trust the news eyes, right? Oh, I mean, so trust the, the, so back to my one of my original questions. How many titles do you think? Because I think the Warriors will most certainly get back to the finals. And there is speculation that they could be adding your boy KD back on that team. But we'll, and we will get to the it's whole about to be the Warriors Invitational. Yo, yeah. We'll, we, and we will get into the Kevin Durant thing a little bit later. But how many were how many titles do you can you see them getting you know after this you know how many more titles I mean I'd say at least one more if yeah, they I, keep this team the way even the way it is right now with with Steph with Clay with Draymond uh, with Jordan Poole Clay's not even healthy yet Clay's not even healthy yet that's a scary thing Otto Porter is silently one of their best players right now like I think come January he'll be like he'll be one hundred percent way better and, Clay. And then imagine like Curry doesn't have to come out and be Superman every night, yell at the crowd when he's like, I can just dish this to Clay and Clay's hitting again. When Clay's hitting again and the two of them can just feed off of each other and not have to overwork and the mm. game got easy. And that's what happened that people didn't realize they gelled in a way that made the game so easy. They could do this. This Tom Brady left the Patriots and is now one of the hot farthest throwing quarterbacks in the NFL right now through some of the most passes in the NFL over the last two years. So obviously it is the person. It is not the system they're in. So if they get their act together, his the golden years of Steph Curry and Clay could probably be so much greater because they add the wisdom and the knowledge they have now to where their athleticism is. I certainly think they win another one. Yeah, I, for sure. I have a feeling that they're not going to play, you know, the main four core guys besides Looney more than like 30 minutes, 32 minutes. Like mm -hmm. I, I, more often not than they will. And then on top of I, I don't have the insight Green does. Maybe he knows a lot more than we do. But he's saying three out of four, that's 75%. Uh, you guys saying one, I'll say two. You know, I'll say, you know, possible two. Yeah, of course, two. I'm thinking of one, but yeah, possible two. Yeah, okay. You guys in green. <laughs> okay, all right. We'll see. Well, like yeah. I like we'll it. See how, yep, we'll see how it goes. Let's keep it rolling. Um, Another news, uh, veteran point guard John Wall is going to, uh, has agreed to a buyout with the Houston Rockets. And he's going to be joining the L.A. Clippers. Um, Obed, now with this, quote, new big three in L.A. with himself, Kawhi Leonard, if, if he's actually healthy, and Paul George, can this Clippers team finally make some, make some noise and contend in their Western Conference with the likes of Golden State, you know, with, with possibly with the likes of Phoenix and things like that? No. PG's not a closer. Um, John Wall hasn't played how many games in how many years? The last time I saw John Wall. At least two years. At least two years. With my own eyes, he was at Rose Bar in DuPont in D.C. Mm. Um, I don't know, Bottle of Moet. You know, I saw Boogie Cousins. I said, what up? You know what I mean? It was great. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good time. Yeah. Um, he should have been getting ready to play. I actually think, uh, I think Tony Allen was out there that night who used to play for the, uh, the Boston Celtics. I'm pretty sure I don't call him my boy, but I'm pretty sure I saw him there too. You know, ballers like to hang out with pretty women and drink, which is John Wall's problem when what he should be doing is focusing on basketball. So mm. I don't know what the Clippers just paid him to pay him. Dude, he's played, John Wall has played 40 games over the last three seasons. <laughs> so oh, you're saying he's not reliable. He's the modern day Allen Houston. <laughs> this dude, I mean wow. This no, what I mean by that is he injured. was for years, Alan Houston was just sitting on the bench collecting money. <laughs> yeah. You know? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this dude, didn't, didn't John Wall get suits. hurt? He had great suits. That, that's, those were the big suit years, too. He had great suits. 
Didn't John Wall get hurt in his own crib and he like fell on a flight of steps or something like that? I'm pretty sure he did. Well, like that's the that. story. That's right. Story, right. That's the story. Yeah. Well, no, no. It was, it was one injury. Like it was injury, obviously, on the court or whatever. And yeah. then well, during well, he rehab, was rehab, yeah, he right, fell, right. aka his yeah. girl took a bet to him because he got out of line. You know what I mean? But wow. dude, <laughs> but no, obviously, that's I'm just joking there. Yeah. But you never know. Yeah. Oh, I knew. I mean, the Clippers, can they? What do you, what's your thoughts on the, on this, on this move? But I'm getting Look, my wall. Th- there's a, there's a possibility. If all, if everybody's healthy and see John Wall, his age doesn't match. His paper age does not match his biological age. Because what I mean by his biological age is two, three years of n- that no wear and tear. So technically he's two, three years younger. So but, but, it, but, yeah. But with all the injuries though, is he really? His body's worsened. He's getting, he's getting beat up, you know, technically, you know, supposedly, you know. They needed what a Rondo. He they don't need him to be the wall he was in Wizards, right? So if he could be that Rondo, just kind of delegate and you and know distribute. Kinda, yeah, yes. but, but Rondo's not sweating out buckets of uh, Louis the Fourteenth. You know what I mean when he <laughs> when he plays like my man was drenched like he just came from the club and onto the court. Oh, uh, Betty, you're right, Houston. You know what I mean? Like since they since they let Kawhi and PG do whatever, that means he's gonna ha- technically have that same cap- uh, you know capacity not on their level, then that means, yeah, you're right. Okay. You know, yep. like, if it's, I'm going to obey. Nope. <laughs> like James Harden, the one thing you know when James Harden comes to your team, he's going to be paying tons of strippers, tons of money because this man is a connoisseur in the strip club, right? That is not the, the story that you hear about greats who are trying to be great right now, you know? Facts. So, Facts? I, I yeah, just, yeah. yeah, he ain't lying. He ain't lying. Um, and speaking of John Wall's, one of our, John Wall's former teams, the Washington Wizards, they just actually re-signed Bradley Beal to a new deal. He did opt out. I don't know why he did it. He opted out of his player option and then got a new five-year, two hundred fifty-one million dollar maximum contract. Ring. No, you know why? Because um, the negotiations with the owners is next summer. So you, he, at some point this season, he can still be like, trade me, and he still, and he got his bag. You know what I mean? Or at the end of the next season, before the, you know, you know what isn't, I mean? Isn't this what isn't this what Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins were joking about at the championship celebration? Oh, you bag. about to get the bag? I'm about to get the bag, bag. guys. Uh, uh, you got uh, A news it. watching dog. A news yep. watching. I'm telling you. <laughs> I always be like somebody's, somebody's watching, watching me. <laughs> 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 no, but dude, let me. Okay, so do you guys feel that he's wasting his prime years in Washington because this is not a team that's going to compete with anything? If I'm, am, am I right? I would agree with you. I don't think they're going to compete in anything in the in the division that I feel like you can represent because it is the Warriors Invitational out West until further notice mm-hmm. uh, in the East, you have a very solid chance to go out there. We're waiting for the heat to just go and be the representative, right. And, and actually, you know, present and win one of these things. I don't know when they're going to do it. <laughs> I don't know when they're going to do it, but everybody in the NBA land wants them to be the team that they just don't seem to be, you know, because so, they want to, they want Jimmy Butler to get one. That's why they want Jimmy to get one, but there's, there's, you know, the NBA has an identity problem right now in that all these young guys are going to get paid, but I don't think any of them are really ready to win a championship. You know, I don't think any of them, and, and whether they, they're not getting the calls that they might deserve to get, the, to get a championship uh, mm-hmm. is neither here nor there because they just, you got, they, I watched the, the Instagram videos of uh, Boston uh, on, in the garden screaming F you Draymond multiple times 
through the series that you know young kids aren't ready for that jason tatum they are they are demoralizing and hurting the opponent mentally for you to go and be successful and you're not doing it the young kids aren't ready to play the old guys the old heads crazy to say we're talking about the best teams now just the old heads um, <laughs> are, are out here ready to go you know mm-hmm. i don't money is not the answer but everybody's going to get paid so i'm not going to be mad obed you know, you know also the when people saying if you dream on that's energy right yes. energy it, it, it doesn't matter if you're on a, if you're a, if you're if it's your team or not it's still going to impact them Honestly. so that that energy that negative energy still impacted jason tatum on a negative way you know right whatever percent it may play two percent twenty percent eighty percent whatever right you know you see but, that everybody's on edge right like you just want to exactly come out here and do well, it's like if you if you like mess up and you don't do well now they're kind of looking at you like come on man we're doing all this what are you doing exactly yeah. but, um, um to ask that answer your question with bradley bill he's definitely wasting his years and mm-hmm. you know we we just mentioned some uh, facts about you know, um, James Harden, <laughs> John Wall, <laughs> in relevance to each other <laughs> yeah. at the strip club, it's things that Very I need to. And see, that goes to show whether it's LeBron James at 16 eating nutri- nutrition, like, you know, good nutrition, while his peers at that time, at that age, were eating McDonald's, mm-hmm. right? Or if we don't get to hear, see that and hear that kind of information, and we see them now, and they're not sleeping and they're at the strip club, you you know what they value, oh, right? They, look, I mean, you're so right, though. So yeah, right. Look, these two guys from the same team two guys from the same team look at their trajectory across all sports right you have uh, you know the top people usain bolt lebron james uh uh jokic uh, uh no the t- tennis player what's his name nikolai nikolai uh jokic jokic, jokic. no no yeah, you're yeah. talking about no no you're talking about the tennis player um jokovic jokovic, yeah, jokovic, 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 jokovic. right yeah. all these guys they're sleeping at minimum nine hours and if like you know if they feel max 10 if, if you know you don't want to do more than that at bare minimum eight you think when they're at the strip club, they're sleeping that long? <laughs> and even if they are, even if they are, that's not because they're trying sleep. to perfect their craft and be the best that they yes. can see. Yes. These dudes are more worried about partying and going out and doing whatever, living that life. Getting well, you have guys like LeBron, who's like we've talked about offline, who spend LeBron spends over a million dollars a year on his body. 1.5 is probably up to two plus now. Probably two plus. There you now. go. Just J- James Harrison, James body. Harrison from the Steelers at the time, this was years ago. He was like, Yeah, I spent at least six hundred thousand dollars staying in shape. That man played for multiple teams, it is multiple Super Bowls. Like it's it, it's he had a 99-yard touchdown interception return in the Super Bowl. Like right. come on. And people you know? wonder why LeBron never had any sort of major injury in his career. But Your meanwhile, a temple. Be, meanwhile, guys like John Wall can't even get out of bed properly. You know what I'm saying? So liquor, you can't build a body with liquor. Yeah, there you go. I'm but sorry. I, yeah, yeah. Let's but anyway, yeah, but yeah, Bradley Bill, I definitely think he's wasting his talents in Washington. They're not going to compete in any anytime soon. I know they picked up some guys in the way like Kuzma and things like that a while back, but no, he needs to get out of Washington. I feel like oh, I knew like you said it. He he may ask for a trade and you know, and next season, you know, even though it's signing this new max deal, but I don't I don't, I don't know why he was on to stay there long-term for sure. Um, speaking of guys who kind of wasting their prime or not getting superstar, let's go to another Eastern conference team, the New York Knicks, a new, um, they just recently picked oh. up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. The, they picked up Jalen Brunson from the Mavericks. Um, I sure. Why not? I know his dad is on the, is his dad is an assistant with the team that kind of helped out. His agent was part of it. You know, you know, that, that whole thing too. Um, 
are the Knicks ever going to get a, a legit superstar anew? Because they they missed out on KD and Kyrie a couple years back. You know, they've been kind of dropping the ball. They had Carmelo for a few years back in the day, you know. But, man, I feel like people just don't want to be in the Knicks organization. And I'm going to say it's because of ownership and Dolan. But, hey, that's just me. But if the shoe fits, whatever, anew. Do you think the Knicks can ever get a legit superstar to sign with them? Until Dolan's out? Nope. Right, go. because like you said, so Dolan's, you know, the Knicks culture, the or Dolan's culture is Madison Square Garden. That's what gets him the money. He knows mm-hmm. Warriors is the culture which makes them the team, the organization, and their play and, and their championships so great. Mm-hmm. Why they can gross over in a time like this where nobody's grossing nowhere near them. Eight hundred, they made eight over eight hundred mil this season, and, and all twenty nine other teams are nowhere near that. Right. But yeah. Right? The, you know, the New York Knicks. Charge the highest ticket prices for seats in the NBA. That's crazy. Meanwhile, they can't even make the damn playoffs. But yeah, yo, look. So, 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 so when it, when it comes to business, right? Like certain things need to be a certain way, and your payroll needs to be a certain point. Like if you don't get Jalen Brunson, and we're like, we should have paid this guy, we should just go get somebody else. There's, there's gonna be, there's still gonna be problems. You, st- you need to do something. Whether it's kind of give money to anybody and everybody. But there, you know? there's a reason why KD and Kyrie chose Brooklyn over the Knicks. You know what I mean? And I feel like yeah, part, the culture you know, was better with the Nets, and then they came and destroyed. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah. Facts, facts. And, we, and we will get into that. Wait, line. But Jalen Brunson, this is a guy who had a. Right, you know, Kyrie did. Kyrie did. Yeah. This is, Jalen Brunson is a guy, you know, he had a you know, pretty good a breakout year this year. Um, his fourth in the league, averaging just over 16.3 points a game, uh, shooting just over 50% from the field. But I mean, this is a guy who was like a 12, 12 point career, uh, uh, 12, 12 points for his career averaging, you know, uh, on each season. But I mean, they've got to go bigger. He's not the guy that's going to get him over the hump. He's not going to guy that's going to lead this team, you know, to a deep playoff run. Exactly. Like where Miami acquired Jimmy Butler. He's that, he's that dude, you know, he needs help. He's that lead guy, you know, uh, he, he still he, coordinates his troops. Right. Jalen Brunson is not going to be that guy. I don't know what the New York Knicks are going to do, but again, I think the Knicks will just continuously be the Knicks because of James Dolan. Um, kind of like how in the NFL, the Washington commanders will be, will be Washington because of Dan Snyder. And that's just what it, it is, what it is. Right. Obed. hundred percent. There's things aren't going to change until, until Dolan's gone. I mean, you, we've talked about it tons of times yeah he just bonehead move after bonehead move after trying to get kids kicked out of the game for wearing a t-shirt that was firing him up like you petty petty mad because people wore a t-shirt and said fire get rid of games don't like or quit or sell the team like are you come on dude so 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 most teams and such as since we're talking about the knicks dolan views this as a business warriors ownership actually is a game of is a fan of basketball, and they actually like basketball. They actually are a fan of the game, and and they're competitive. Dolan's not competitive; he just no, cares. Yeah. I'm making my money. I'm good. That's it. He, he, he gets his. And he since gets he's his in New York and you got Madison Square Garden, that's going to guarantee him. And he's, as long as he gets his, I got check, the real estate. He's, 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 he's a Brady. He's a Bradley Beal of of, of the uh, NBA owners. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Person at the kids, just as hard yeah. as he would. Word. Anyway, let's keep it going, guys. Um, the Lakers point guard Russell Westbrook, he exercised his his uh, player option to stay with the team, albeit we're not sure if he's going to remain with the team. 
but he did opt into, into his $47.1 million deal for next season, which is just, which is just crazy. Um, Teach your kids to play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> right. Can they actually win with Russell Westbrook at point guard? I'll bet. I don't know. They can't win. They can't win as they exist right now without possibly just two flat out studs mm. that you pick whichever alternate spots on the court you want, but they would need like two straight studs because people don't recognize how many good quality players LeBron has carouseled and created these teams that he's played on. Right. So, you know, this is, is we talked about the best shooters of all time. He literally played with Ray Allen, but he was also there with uh, Chris Bosch and they had uh, Dwayne Wade. So let's, you know what I mean? Like, let's not mince how comfortable some of these teams he's won with have been, right? And Ky- young Kyrie, young Kyrie with his head on straight, my goodness gracious, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, what he's done with AD is great. He needs more than one other guy. Russell Westbrook is not going to be the third piece to that. Um, and I feel like they need at least two guys that can run around and stud for him because the one thing that LeBron does for a team, he doesn't create cohesion with the young guys. and He doesn't even like playing with young guys. He doesn't. I mean, I, I want them to succeed. Like, you know, I want LeBron maybe to get another one, but I don't think Russell Westbrook will ever win a title. Just the way he plays the game. I just don't think he does. You know, it's just, it's just how he is. Um, too many fabricated and, touches on all the teams he was on, especially when he won the MVP. You know, he's kind of a bull hog, you know, um, but I don't, I don't think he can ever win a title. Uh, Anu, quickly your thoughts on just overall on Russ exercising his option. Can he win? And then we'll kind of move into the other side of that. What we kind of mentioned before with the whole uh, Kyrie and everything. Get your money. I got no problem with that. Um, as per if they can win a championship, look, I, when we've touched up on, um, when I've been on uh, other episodes, we touched upon Lakers. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. This is the way they're going to win the championship. He doesn't shoot a single three. He doesn't shoot outside the paint. Cause he can't shoot, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. He doesn't shoot outside the paint. Right. Not one single shot the whole season outside the paint. Like literally has to be in the paint. His one foot has to be in the paint. Right. And he gets assist and, and, and does this stuff this way. He'll be efficient. He's not doing dick stuff. <laughs> Sorry to curse. Um, and, and that's a, a possibility that they can win a championship. That's the, the only way. The margin is so slim there. The yeah. margin is like, like, he would have to come in and be a completely different person. And I just like, you know, the way LeBron looks at him, like a very upset girlfriend, like, bro, start packing your bags. <laughs> like, yo, come on, yo. What are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, so, and now there's rumors circulating with the, the Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving, even though Kyrie exercised his player option, which is worth $36.5 million within the year, the Brooklyn Nets. The day after that, as we all know, KD announced that he requested a trade, but now there's rumors circling that Kyrie may be on his way out too. Now, uh Kyrie has said he does have a wish list of teams where he would like to go which includes the New York Knicks for some reason Miami he the Dallas Mavericks the Philadelphia 76ers the Los Angeles Clippers as well as the Los Angeles Lakers so this is why I talk about Kyrie and Russell Westbrook Obed should we expect to see a some sort of trade 
involving Kyrie and Russ within the next couple of months before the season starts? And if so, who really benefits? Who could benefit from that trade more? Is it the Lakers or is it the Nets? Clearly, the Lakers would benefit. You put, you give LeBron back a guy that he's comfortable with and understand. Well, you give a guy back who he understands on the court and can win games with, comfortable with. I don't know. I think their embrace the last few times they played shows that Kyrie kind of gets how NBA is, and it's nice to have some friends out there. And he could have had one in LeBron until he wanted to be his own, which happens. You know, Batman wanted to go be Nightwing. I get it, right? Um, but yeah. You know, it's just it's just hard to imagine that Kyrie's an, an absolute train wreck. He's a something man. I'm trying to find the words right now, but to give him up to get a guy like Russell Westbrook, who we've already said you can't win with, so I don't know what his pile of play is going to look like in New York. New York is about to have an identity of the excuse me, the Brooklyn Nets are about to have an identity issue because I don't know where they're going to go with that head coach with no KD to build around and Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm so I and I've said this before. I'm kind of so dumb with this whole Kyrie situation. You never know when this guy is going to show up and play. You know, he takes off for every single thing. You know, and and I said it before. You can't you can't trust Kyrie. I get it. Maybe LeBron can corral this dude and you know really get through to him. But Kyrie, this is the same guy who wanted out of Cleveland because he wanted to be the man. So he got his wish. He went to Boston was like, oh, yeah, all about Boston all of a sudden. And then, you know what? He couldn't take it there either. You know, even though he had said he was going to stay in Boston long term, and then all of a sudden, a couple months later, whatever goes by, boom, he deuces out. He picks up the phone, calls KD. He's like, yo, let's go to Brooklyn. All right, cool. You know what I mean? You can't give Kyrie a long-term deal. Even though he may be worth the money, 35 40 50 million a year. dollars a year, a year, you have to give him one-year deals at a time because you don't know when the guy's going to show up. And him being now granted, like I said, I get that the fact he's worth the money because his his ability on the court, but you don't know when he's going to play. This is the same guy who took off because he was traumatized by the events at the Capitol years ago. This is the guy who willingly decided decided not to get the vaccine in the, the rules in New York, knowing that he could not play for his team and be there. He needs to understand. That, yes, I get it that if he doesn't show up, you know, he was there is guaranteed money part of his contract. You know, he may not get paid, but he wants to be paid full time and play part time. He needs to realize, though, that him being on the on the under contract, you know, he may not be getting his full payday. It affects the team as far as cap space, as far as hits to the salary cap. And it, it affects them from from getting other players flat out. You know what I mean? Because if he's not going to show up, the Nets could have went out and got somebody else and put him in his place. Right. Well, you see, he wants to go to the Knicks because he knows if one employer in New York is going to pay him to not play games at home, maybe another employer in New York is going to pay him to not play games at home. Well, he's good now. You know, obviously the mandates have changed and all that, but it's just like, yo, I mean, I don't know. I get it. I think it would be good for LeBron and the Lakers to have Kyrie instead of Russell Westbrook from a um, from an ability standpoint, yeah. having, having LeBron – Kyrie and AD, you know, on, on together on that squad, I think will be nice. Um, yeah. But, you know, what are they going to have to give up? I mean, because I don't think it's just going to be an even trade for Kyrie and, and Russ. I think they're going to have, the Lakers are going to have to give up some more pieces. You know, they've got a brand new coach in Darvin Ham, but, you know, what do they really kind of add to that trade table um, anew? Should we expect a Kyrie for Russ trade though, overall? 
it's highly likely. And to answer your question, who you know who benefits more as in uh, both uh, organizations, Lakers yeah, yeah, Lakers and Nets or 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 players. I'm going to go with a different answer here. I'm going to say Russ and the Nets. Why? Because, okay, so now Katie and Kyrie leave, we expect the Nets to be, what, trash, correct? Yeah. Okay, so now if Russ is on that team with the trash team, guess what? Triple-double Westbrook is black back. <laughs> and now he's good. <laughs> okay. There you go. And then, uh, and then, and then he's going to take money again. Uh, his, money back up. his stock goes up. Okay, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, awesome. man, this that? That's awesome. Oh, gosh. The free points just everywhere. He ain't lying. He ain't lying, dude. A new scene. I'm just telling you. You're free to be inefficient. Go ahead, Westbrook. (laughs) Save my job. That's that's exactly what... uh, Basically. But now, and now that KD has said he wants out, and KD pretty much, he saw the writing on the wall. He was like, yo, I can't deal with this dude Kyrie no more. Straight up, I think that's what it is. I think he got sick of Kyrie's nonsense. It's like, yo, you know what? This ain't working out. Let me get the hell up out of here. More than Kyrie, though. Once a culture is so, it's just not toxic. It's detrimental. That's that's how bad it is in terms of the mm. toxicity, right? Mm. You can't fix that. You can't, you know, it, it, if it, even if it gets 1%, 2%, 10% better, it's still going to feel like it's, it hasn't done nothing. So that's why it's better to just leave and go to a better situation. So he is saying that he prefers to go to either Phoenix or Miami. Um, I think I can, he did. I can see him in Miami. Yeah. I don't know if Phoenix. I don't think he. I don't think he would enjoy, enjoy his time. Let me think about it. First of all, would you rather be in Phoenix, Arizona, or Miami, Florida, which is also a no state income tax for uh, KD? It doesn't state. matter because he no. he's not going to the strip clubs. He balls twenty four seven. Smokes weed, both twenty four seven. That's it. He he doesn't do nothing else. Yeah. All you know around the clock. If he's not sleeping. He's playing ball. That's it. Yeah, you know. But I mean, to be with Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry, because if he goes to Phoenix, they're not going to give up Devin Booker. Obviously not. They just gave him a they max deal. Contract, yeah. You know, four years. Think what two hundred twenty four million dollars. But they're going to have to pair it with you know DeAndre Ayton. Probably, which is you know the first, the former number one overall pick in 2018 out of Arizona, um, but DeAndre Ayton and a bunch of draft picks are going to have to be traded for KD. Do you make that deal for your Phoenix? Absolutely, you make the deal. Why? Because it's Kevin Durant. Of course, you make the deal. But if he goes to Miami, what do they give up there? Do they give up guys like you know Tyler Hero? The, the I was going to say, I think Hero's on the board for that one. Yeah, I mean the Sixth Man of the Year award. Um, let me also point something else out. Okay. Why Phoenix? Why Phoenix has an upper hand is because KD loves point guards, and of the two teams that he wants to go to, who is a better point guard or one of the best point guards? Or Chris Paul, yeah, right. Phoenix, yeah, Phoenix and, for Chris Paul. Yeah. And, and and as per you know, Chris Paul and his like you know him being so forceful on you, he had Draymond Green, so he's used to it. It's not like he has to get used to it all over again. So he can take that. And and Chris Paul is a point guard and a great one at it. So that's why no, Phoenix it would be sick with where CP, he wants to go. CP3, Devin Booker, and KD. Oh, that's that's a that's a championship yeah, caliber roster right there for sure. They're gonna that's a that's a team that will compete with the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference. And you, you still got you, you can still pick you can still pick people up to the trade line throughout the season. So they'll be all right if they go to if he goes to Phoenix. I'm just Don't wondering. Do you think this is this puts the the pressure on Golden State to not allow that to happen? 
after they just got a ring and they just got their legs underneath them, why not bring him back to keep him away from your enemies? But like I mentioned before, there are rumors circulating that he could end up back in Golden State. The, 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 the world will kill Katie. <laughs> verbally like they already oh, did yeah. what he went there lebron james had everybody come he to, had to a party come to a party at his old high school and he told them that he was leaving there's no more savage that could be done than having that's like <laughs> that's like inviting somebody over to a cookout like would you somebody say you're dating somebody and you invite them over to a cookout with your entire family and then you break up with them that's that's basically <laughs> what that was but you know what's crazy <laughs> draymond said three of the next four so if Kate, if, if he probably knows something, you know, things happen beforehand, before the, all the fake mm. but, okay, right? You but, never know. You never know. Okay, you if KD goes to Golden State, they got to give up Jordan Poole. Yeah. You got to give up... Um, Otto Porter. Porter. No, he's gone. He's gone. Oh, I was gone? Canada. Canada. Two years. Mm. Toronto. Twins of Toronto. Okay. You got to give up Poole. You got to give up... Wiggins. Kame, 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 Wiggins. You're probably going to give up Kaminga as well, too. Mm. And... Nah. They won't let them touch. They'll t- they'll say you could say Pool and, and Wiggins or Pool and Kaminga. They won't do all three. I think. And then I was gonna say I say two. I think two is pretty. Okay, good. I would say probably yeah. and a ton of picks. Pool yeah. Wiggins and some draft picks, right? Yeah, for, for Kevin Durant probably yeah. if he goes there. Yeah, I can see that. But I see this KD trade minimum three team three team trade, and if yeah, Gobert had five players and five picks, I think it's be double. That's what I'm saying. The, <laughs> double. I see double. Dude, I see three to six teams involved. Three to six teams and about 10 to 20 players and picks involved. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. If the Wolves can give up four first round draft picks for For a guy, I don't even think is that good. (laughs) I don't even think is that good. But first round (laughs) picks, Rudy Gobert. What do you think Kevin Durant is going to command, dude? Four picks for Rudy Gobert? What? But, but but guys guys hey, you know yo, you know why they did that right you know why they did that right because no one's going to either of those teams in free agency so they have to do that you understand what i'm saying they they got no other way that's why they that that they they put that price out and they had to pay it because no one's coming to them in free agency either yeah. either of the teams right but i get it. rudy gobert is although that's you know he is a three-time defensive player of the year so he does have you know some you know yeah. some kind of you know clout under his name but he's not kevin durant i mean like i said i mean yeah you, you know so but you know it, it 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 is what it is i just can't see um uh, i just i just can't see kevin durant i don't I, again i know we're gonna we're gonna move on to our last topic here but kevin durant going back to golden state i don't think it's gonna happen like you said a new the media, the fans are going to roast this dude if he goes back to Golden State. Um, but I, they're just going to, you know, kill this dude in media if he does. And basically saying you can't win without, you can't win without Steph, Steph and Clay and Dre. Okay, there you go. You know what I mean? But Kyrie, look, if I'm like KD, if I'm like KD, and I'm 60 years there. old, if I'm 60 years old and I'm KD, and I'm like, yeah, I got, you know, he has two right now, and he goes to Golden State and he improves it and all that, and they get another two or three, and he's like, I got four or five or six rings. Guess I, what? I don't care. Yeah, four done. or five or six rings. Yeah, exactly. You're right. You're right. You're, yeah. You roast me all you want. You can tell me how my ass tastes. That's they, you know, they, they roasted Chuck for having zero rings. They're going to roast KD for having four or five, six rings? Oh, goodness. Oh, God. I feel got so him. bad for Chuck. And the problem is, I didn't think Chuck was going to keep being Chuck, knowing that, like, bro, you never want a ring. So they could really come at you for this. But <laughs> he's content. 
he's content. I've seen him yes. really talk about it over and over and over and really talk about it and emphasize it. Like, hey, he's I'm content because he has he to get into front office. He has oh, no yeah. choice to be content with yeah. it. The dude he ain't playing no more. That's what true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Anyway, let's get into our last thing here quick in the NBA. Um, Pelicans power forward Zion Williams, he signed a rookie mass, max extension uh, to stay with the Pelicans there. I'm wondering kind of why, but I guess really, you know, that was kind of only option there. But um, should the now should the Pelicans pursue Kevin Durant or another star? Because I don't really see them winning with this lineup. I, I think so. So when someone asked me, what do you think, uh, you know, Katie's going when, it, when the news broke? I said, it's, these are the, no, or, no particular order. But I said, uh, Phoenix, Miami, Clippers, and Pelicans. You know, like, of course they got to give be in New Orleans though. Uh, well, no, 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 but 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 your chances of winning could go up. Look, you know what I mean? It can. To me, that seems like a place to go and make money. That's it. Yeah, You're not going there to win anything. Exactly. You know what I mean? Zion, this is a guy who's played like what, like forty something games in the last couple of years. You know, has he been played all? Hilariously, as he has a new sneaker out. I'm like, have you actually played in the first one? <laughs> Look, if Zion is healthy, and if you know, in, in Katie's efficient, you know, play, whatever he does miss, he just cleans that up. <laughs> yeah. And, hey, I listen, mean, if you want to go score points with a ton of money in your pocket, falling all over the place, great. Good for you. But if you want to win again, you know where you got to go. Yeah. I guess we'll see how it goes. Oh, man. Uh, well, folks, I think that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. Um, so glad to be back in action. Uh, a new our guest from New York. Appreciate you having us, having uh, having uh, Chegg, uh, coming back on with us. My pleasure. I know it's been a while. Um, any last words for the people anew before we head out? Ooh, buckle buckle your seats. This this summer is going to be crazy in free agency. <laughs> yeah, it already is so far. You know. Yeah. So well, yeah, oh, it's about to get crazier. <laughs> I'm, 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 so I'm, I'm, my brother's been telling me to watch the show Dexter. And for like 10 years and finally watching it and he keeps telling me it's about to get crazy it's about to get crazier that's what's about to Dude, happen i'm watching dexter too yeah <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yep nba is gonna get crazy uh obed <laughs> any last words for the people before we roll out of here um now is a great opportunity to buy a bunch of assets that are cheaply priced because the market's down should probably be greedy when people are fearful and be fearful when people agree mm. um that being said there's nowhere to go but up keep your head keep your spirits well mm, wise words from a wise man well folks we appreciate you joining in once again whether it's on apple Podcasts, google a podcast or spotify we appreciate it don't forget to check us out on twitter at bwwent for our guests and new and for my co-host obed i am your one half year old sherm we will catch you guys next time peace peace peace